You're listening to The Success Stalker Show, episode 67 with certified nutritionist and fitness expert, Rachel Harshfield. As long as you keep moving towards your vision, as long as you keep moving towards that path, then you're going to find success. But at the minute that you stop moving and you stand there and you and you listen and you take a look around you, there's so much negativity that it it will allow, you can very easily, if you're not strong enough, you can allow it to enter in and just break you down. And you can't do that. Hey, everybody, this is Ian Floyd from the Love and Sensibility Podcast. And you're tuned into my girl, Iona Garrett, on the Success Stalkers Radio Show. Welcome to the Success Stalkers Show with Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They are making money and changing the world. Join Iona as he interviews today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. So if you're ready, here is your host of the Success Stalker Show, Iona Garrett. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Success Stalker Show. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am so excited today to feature our beautiful, beautiful guest, Miss Rachel Harshfield. So welcome to the show, Rachel. Yay, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome, Rachel. Well, you know, we have a model here at the Success Stalker Show, and that is until you become successful, stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? I love it. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Good deal. <laughs> Good deal. Well, well, Rachel is a member of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, California Dietetics Association, an affiliate with the Los Angeles District of Nutrition Consultants, and a member of the American Association of Nutritional Consultants. Along with her nutrition and dietetic background, she is also a certified fitness specialist of over 10 years, holding certifications from NASM, Apex, ACE, and Nesta as a nutrition consultant. Rachel also is a seven-star diamond coach with Beachbody, where she has grown a large organization helping men and women learn to live healthier so they can better understand nutrition and what their bodies need at every season of life. So Rachel, take a minute, fill in the gaps to that intro and give us a little more insight (laughs) into you personally, because we want to get to know you today. Well, thank you. Um, So as, as you mentioned, you know, I'm I'm a dietitian and a uh, fitness and nutrition specialist. And, you know, I really love just helping people. And I think that was something that came into my life as a young girl. I, I came from a really big Middle Eastern family and we we love to be social and to hang out and to, you know, always dancing and (laughs) eating food was always kind of part of what we did when we Mm -hmm. were together. And I found that as I got older, food became a lot of our entire culture. Even as, you know, you get older, you get married, you go out with girlfriends, go out with, you know, families, and it's always centered around food. And one thing that I've realized that, you know, many people, including myself that didn't know from a very early age was portion size and understanding what your body needs versus what your eyes desire and want. And I think that can go, we can be, that can be said for anything that we do um, because your eyes always want more than what you really need. And so, um, yeah, I was pretty determined to make sure that as I became a mom, that I was going to lead a life that was going to be an example to my kids so that they knew that, 
these struggles in life, not just associated with food, but also just in, you know, in everyday life that you need to understand your wants versus your needs. And it can start with something as simple as food. Wow. And you're so right about that food. It just plays such a major role in, in our, in each culture. I think, you know, I know here for me, I'm in Louisiana and I'm sure if you know a whole lot about Louisiana, <laughs> but oh my gosh, like there's food everywhere. And it's so hard sometimes to, you know, coming from, if you, if you know anything about Louisiana food, it is amazing. <laughs> I amazing. I have heard, I have heard um, but it's not the healthiest, it, Rachel. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what I heard. <laughs> it is not healthy by far, let me tell you. But I'm I'm finding there are ways to prepare it healthier. So I'm really looking forward to this interview because I, I know that I'm going to learn a lot from you. Um, so I appreciate you being here and helping us. Well, thank you. I appreciate, um, you know, I appreciate the, the whole industry of nutrition and food. But, you know, let me tell you, let's go back to what you said earlier about it not being healthy. Um, even some of the foods, and this is kind of what, what brought me to the point of where I'm at today was, you know, even some of the foods that we eat, you know, I would hear my, my clients, my patients would say to me, you know, I'm, but I'm eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And I would look at what they were eating. And it wasn't that, here's the thing is that health is not just about weight loss. Like there's, to me, if I look at someone who's very thin, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're healthy. Healthy is not thin. Healthy is understanding what your body needs and you're nourishing it from the inside and it's getting the nourishment that you need. Healthy is when you can look at somebody and you see that their eyes are clear and you can see the whites of their eyes and their hair is silky and they're coloring in their skin, their nails are nice and you know they're growing and, and they have energy. They have, they have an aura about them that, that projects health. Health is not skinny. Health is not frail. Health is looking at yourself knowing that you are, or you're even just projecting yourself as a healthy, um, as a healthy human, your body is needs so many nutrients, so many vitamins and minerals. And today, how our food is being processed and how, you know, I know that food manufacturers and the FDA, they're trying to produce for many, many millions of people. I get it. But through that process, we have lost so much nutrients and so many vital nutrients and and minerals that our bodies need to be nourished. And so um, that is, it's an essential, um, it's an essential block that we don't get anymore. And so when I started doing what I do and started running the groups that I run, I started, you know, putting that back into your body, putting the, the vitamins, the minerals and nutrients that we don't get anymore from food, putting it back into our bodies because the way that they process food today is it, the processing, the colors, the additives, the preservatives, the sugars, we don't get what we need. Our digestive systems are so focused on breaking through that processed barrier when we eat that by the time it goes out to our circulatory system, Mm -hmm. we've lost so many nutrients. We've just lost so many of that stuff that our bodies need in order to be strong, in order to look healthy, be healthy, and function as a healthy body. And the offset of that, you know, in the offset of that, we've got you know, different types of circulatory diseases. We have different types of, you know, um, uh, irritable bowel type syndromes coming right, up. We've got, right. you know, intolerances to certain foods. And then we have Crohn's and colitis and allergies. I mean, why are adults having onsets of allergies if it's not for what we're putting in the food and we're ingesting it? So it was a calling of mine. You know, my in my early 30s, I was like, okay, 
I know where I need to be and I need to know what I know what I need to be doing. So it was pretty cool. Awesome. You know, that's one of the reasons why we have you on the show today. Cause I, when I first, when I first spoke with you, you know, I could feel your passion, you know, for this industry and for helping, you know, to help people, you know, better their lives and better their health. And just listening to you right now, I'm thinking, oh, wow, I got, I've got to make some changes. And those are great indicators that you mentioned before, because, you know, growing up, I would look at people who were say maybe skinny or, you know, really slim. And I would equate that to being healthy, but that's not necessarily true based upon what you just said. But, you know, looking at their eyes, the white of their eyes or their hair, their nails, those things that really say this person is putting some good stuff on the inside. So it's really, really important. For sure. I mean, you can tell someone like when my kids come home and they're sick, I know they're sick just by looking at them. They don't have to tell me, mommy, I don't feel good. I can look at them and I can see in their eyes that they're not feeling well. So, you know, health, in order to understand health, true health, it's not on... It's not what your body looks like. It's what you're projecting from the inside. That is health. So our society needs to change that mind flip. They need to switch that flip because or switch that that channel or change the channel or whatever mm-hmm. it is they need to do because it's not it's not about what you see, you know, in a swimsuit. It's not about what you see in the gym. It's about what is projected from the inside of that person, from their from their inner you know, from their inner health, that's going to project to the outside. Great, great advice. Well, Rachel, we're going to certainly dive even deeper into your incredible journey in just a bit. But before we do that, can you share with us maybe, let's see, one of your favorite quotes? Is there a quote that has like really inspired you along your journey? You know, there's a lot of different quotes, but one that I come back to in my business, because as I'll share with you later, you know, this business pulls a lot of different emotional things from inside of yourself. And it, it actually pulls some of your own insecurities from inside yourself. And so one of the ones that really that really just has always stayed with me is um, if you value people, you're going to want to add value to them and to their life and to serve them and serve them well. That's so true. Um, you know, I mean, if you value another human, if you value life, if you value your life, then you're going to want to add value to others because you know, that's really a blessing mm-hmm. um, to be able to help others and help serve their needs. It ends up serving a need in yourself. So, so, so true. And and not to, of course, we know this show is about entrepreneurship and, and success, but I, I have to say this because when I think about serving, I think about Jesus and, you know, he was such, he was the ultimate servant, you know? So I strive to, to be a servant to people. I love people. So you know, and that's, that's not just in words, but loving truly is serving. So you, if you see value in other people, yes, you will, you will definitely value them and you'll treat them as such. And so that's an incredible quote. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Well, also, you know, Rachel here at Success Stalkers Radio, we strive to bring on amazing guests like yourself. You know, and the reason we do that is because obviously you have had successes and you're still having successes. But we also know on that road to success, Rachel, it is not always smooth, right? You would probably agree with that. So can you take a moment just to share with us maybe, let's say, a time, you know, on your journey that you hit, say, a huge bump in the road or even a time maybe where you experienced a possible failure and then share with us how you overcame that failure. Oh, for sure. Um, like you said, there's there's never, ever a time. If, if you're not failing, first of all, if you're not failing, then you're not trying hard enough. Exactly. You, you really have to fail a few times to really 
know what it is that you want to do. And, and that was kind of the story for me is I was the queen of starting something and stopping something. And, um, I I was going to be the entrepreneur of, of all entrepreneurs. I was going to, I mean, I had like a jewelry business and I had uh, what else did I, Oh, I was a, um, a collegiate clothing rep and, um, I had had my own little, you know, fitness thing going on. Fitness was always there. It was always in the background. I was always doing it. So I never stopped with the whole nutrition and fitness thing that was always there, but I never really looked at it. Like it was there. Like it was, that was it. I always felt like there needed to be something more, but I was the queen of, I'm going to put myself, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And then the minute, oh, I own it. The minute I started feeling fearful and I started feeling that pressure or, I started realizing that I, it's going to be a lot harder than what I've envisioned it in my head. I, I would walk away. It was like, I couldn't, I couldn't get over that hump. I realized today that it's, it was for different reasons. And that's because it really wasn't truly my passion. And we can talk about that later about how passion really needs to resonate with, within your heart. But, you know, it was hard. And so during this time, when I started my, um, started this, this business that I'm in now, you know, that the same thing happened to me. People came at me, were very rude about, because, you know, you're, I'm putting myself out there and people are like, wait a second. Like it, it's uncomfortable for people to talk about their health. It's uncomfortable for people to talk about what are some of their emotional hangups about why they turn to food for hang for their emotions or why they're turning to food or why they don't want to change. And so when I ask those hard questions to others, it, a lot of times it came right back onto me. And there were times where I, w- the old me would have ran. I would have been like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But this time around, I was like, I I, mean, I was scared. I, it even makes me shake right now. Cause I remember there's one incident on Facebook that I had posted something and somebody had totally come at me and it was just like out of the blue mm-hmm. from a person who we were, we were mutual friends with and we were associated with in our community. And I was just like, what? Like really? Wow. Um, yeah, it was really hard, and I mean, we're fine now. But it was just one of those things where it was, it was, it was a difficult thing for me to handle. And I was like, okay, this this is testing me. And you know, being a faithful person that I am, I was like, okay, God's putting me on a platform right now. My my, I'm being tested. Is this really? Is this really me? Is this really what I want? And I totally soared through that. I mean, didn't soar through it. I mean, had some bumps and bruises, but. I realized that through that journey, I became stronger and it was, it was like, wow, it was like that aha thing. Like, Oh, wait a second. (laughs) Like, this is it. This is the, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is because now I can look back and I can say, I grew from that. I became a better, I became better at my job. I became a better leader and I grew internally. My heart grew, my mind grew, and I expanded myself and my horizons to something bigger than what was just in front of me. And, um, from that day forward, I never looked down at the steps that I was taking because I knew that those steps were in the present. They were in the now I would always look up and look to, to what the, was on the horizon. And I say this to my team all the time. Don't look down. Don't look at your steps in front of you because that's today. That's tomorrow. And that's not where you're going. You're already on the path to going there. That was two months ago. You need to look at what's on the horizon. Yes. What's coming up over that yes. hill right. and keep going there because that's where you're going. Absolutely. And as long as you keep moving towards your vision, as long as you keep moving towards that path, then you're going to find success. But at the minute that you stop moving and you stand there and you, and you listen and you take a look around you, 
there's so much negativity that it, it will allow, you can very easily, if you're not strong enough, you can allow it to enter in and just break you down. That's and you so can't true. do that. That's so true. You are, you are just dropping some golden nuggets on us today. <laughs> you really are. Those, cause you know what you're saying about failures, Rachel is, I see it as an opportunity to grow. You know, there are always opportunities to grow. And I think when I was listening to your story, it reminded me of when I started this show, you know, when I created this show, because think about it, like who comes up with an idea to start their own talk show? Like, really? (laughs) (laughs) And then you just, and so I put myself way out there, you know, like, oh, I'm starting this show. And, you know, some people are like, ah. You know, like, uh, who do you think you are, Oprah? You know, <laughs> stuff You're like, like yeah, why not? <laughs> like, well, she can do it. I can do it too. You know, right? <laughs> and uh, but, but really, I really threw myself out there into the public eye. I came. I, I mean, I came under fire. I've got. A, I had people. Some people say some really, you know, negative things. And if I wasn't strong enough, you know, I could have just said, you know what, I can't do this. And there were times. There were many times that I was wondering, like, would this even? You know, would it even, um, you know, get off the ground even? Right. You know, would people even listen, you know, to the show? And I'm so glad that I kicked fear in the butt <laughs> and kept going because now so many people now are saying how much the show is inspiring them and, mm-hmm. and how we have such amazing guests like yourself on the show that are helping people. And I, I truly, truly, you know, understand what you mean by that. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. Fear is a big thing, but if you can overcome it, and especially in the nutrition industry and, and health and fitness and, you know, if you can overcome fear, a fear of judgment, fear of others, fear of what people are going to say or think and fear within yourself of failing, then you can do anything you put your mind oh, to. Oh, yeah, You really, truly can. You really can. You really, truly and you can. mentioned aha moment, you know, a few moments, well, you said, you mentioned aha, your aha moment, you know, a few moments mm-hmm. ago. Tell us about that, Rachel, because, you know, what was that day that changed everything? Was that that moment that you spoke of or were there any other aha moments that have helped you to be successful where you are today, you know, in your business? Well, you know, there was quite a few, <laughs> but that one was, that particular one was, came after a time that. Um, I was a physical education teacher at a school and, um, you know, I had lost that job and I'd never lost a job before ever. And, um, you know, if I ever left a job, it was because it was on my own accord and it was very difficult for me because it was a situation without getting into too many details, but it was in a situation that, that I, uh, it was, it was my moral compass and it was something that was inside of me that I couldn't you know, there was, there was something being asked of me that I couldn't do, just was not something that I could do. And, um, so to make a very, very long story short, it was very difficult. And I remember coming home and I was crying and I was really upset. I was broken because I mean, I loved this job. I loved working with the kids and I loved teaching the kids about health and fitness and nutrition. And I just loved it. And it was actually the longest job I think I've ever like held down. It was like, I had been at the school part-time for like five years. So it was a long time. Okay. And, um, and I remember, man, I remember my dad, I was talking to my dad on my phone and he, they live up in Oregon and they, he was telling me, he's like, you know, Rachel, God takes, closes doors and takes things away for reasons. And I know it hurts and I know you're in a really you know, emotional spot right now, but you need to stop knocking on that door mm-hmm. because you're never, if, if that door was to open again, it would be because you're forcing it to open and not because God wants it to be open for you. Wow. There's something bigger for you. There's something more, but you need to get past this and it's not going through that door. You need to go around and figure out where 
you know, where God's leading you because it's not through that door. Mm. And I mean, I just get chills like whenever I, I think about that. Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you don't. And here I was, you know. 30 year old, 30, I think I was like 33, 34. And, and, you know, here's my dad telling, you know, his adult daughter, mother (laughs) married, you know, and, and he's, he's guiding me. And I'm like, you know, dad, you're right. And, and I did. And I, I thought about it. I prayed about it. It didn't mean that it didn't hurt me anymore. It didn't mean that it wasn't, it was more my ego. And that was when my husband came in and was like, this is your ego talking. It's not your heart because your heart is not here. You're putting your value and your worth in something that was taken from you. But it was, that was not you, you know who you are and you need to go with that. And then my husband said to me, you need to go through a different path. And this is not the path. This is your path. And he pointed me in this direction. And ever since then, like it was, it it was blessed on all levels, but that was, so the aha moment was like in twofold because then here comes this situation with, you know, this whole thing on Facebook and, and I was still so emotional, so broken, but I realized that this is no, that this is not, this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. It, and I got through so many d- different hurdles that I realized that people are, people come at, at people or people want to try to stop success, not because they're mean or because they're, you know, they're intentionally just trying to be cruel. It really has to do with the, the fact that they just don't know because they never went got through it themselves. It's, it's all about where they're at and not about what they intentionally try to do You're to so you. So right, Rachel. I was going to say it's a direct reflection, you know, of their mm-hmm. own lives. You know, right. so that's yeah. You, they're never really per se mean. They're just you no. know thinking of themselves. No. You know, at that right. time. What a what an awesome story. So happy that you are surrounded. You know, with you know your dad and your husband, such discerning men. You know, that's no, great. For sure. That's awesome. For sure. Well, Rachel, because I know you are a success talker yourself, tell us what new projects are you working on? Do you have anything that you're really excited about in your business right now? Well, I'll tell you about, I'll just tell you kind of about what I'm doing because I think this will be good for, for, you know, the listeners on the show to kind of know what I've done and kind of, it's kind of a little unconventional. Um, so as I said, I used to work at the school and I used to work with, you know, doctor's offices and I used to do nutrition, write nutrition plans and and um, work with those who would come in would have different types of issues, you know, whether they were diabetic and they need to be on a special type of, you know, meal plan or um, Crohn's disease or anything like that, colitis, irritable bowel, I mean, the laundry list of different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember meeting with patients and they would come and they would sit down and I would go over the meal plan with them after they'd see the doctor or whatever and I would go over our meal plans with them. And I remember specifically getting frustrated because you know, they would book out an appointment for six to eight weeks. I'm like, six to eight weeks, I need to see you in like six hours because I know you're going to go through Carl's Jr. Like I <laughs> I need I need to like have, I need to know what you're doing like mm-hmm. every single second of the day. And, you know, it was always kind of a funny joke because I can't be with everybody every single second of right. the day, right. but it was accountability that they were missing. It was the, they had all good intentions. They would take the food, you know, they'd go and buy everything on the meal plan. They would go and start all the recipes and they may be good for like, you know, a day or two and the refrigerator is full of all this green, beautiful, lush garden stuff, you know, and, <laughs> and they're really trying, but then they have one night where they, they fall apart and then the rest of it goes to, yeah. you know, it kind of goes to hell in a handbasket. They're, really. done that. <laughs> they're done. Yeah. And, and they're like, okay, they came back into the office and they're like, okay, so your meal plan didn't work. I'm like, no, the meal plan works. It's just the fact that you don't have the accountability and support. Right. 
you know, to keep going when you fall down because we all fall down, you know, it's kind of like ring around the rosy. We all fall down. Mm -hmm. We definitely fall down. But what do you do when you play ring around the rosy? You stand back up and you start playing it again. So when, um, when I started to take my business into a different direction, I decided that it was going to be based upon my theories and my, and how I know nutrition needs to work. One of my girlfriends has cancer and, you know, I sat with her when I was up in Oregon and I, and I talked to her about this meal replacement, this meal placement that is really, really highly dense in nutrition and, you know, vitamins, minerals, nutrients. And it was going to help her through a very difficult time, a very difficult um, time in her life. And I remember that day meeting with her and getting her and her husband was there. We were talking, we were getting her, you know, su- giving her the support that she needs. And I started these small groups, these like little challenge groups. And this was back in August Mm -hmm. and I use a meal replacement and I would write the meal plans and inside of these little groups, we'd have like little challenges where we'd talk about, you know, different things that we're going to do that day. We'd post about our workouts and it was very, it was a private group. It was very small. And, um, that group started at, I think like four or five and it's grown to like over 400 and something now across the country. Yeah. So but what happened was it was infectious. It wasn't just because they were producing results, but it was because we are inside of a group and it's like-minded people who are supporting one another through their health and fitness journey. And so now you have a nutrition and dietitian inside of the group and I'm planted there and I'm writing the meal plans and I'm overseeing the nutrition. And, you know, I, we have these, we call them challenge groups. Mm-hmm. We have these little challenge groups where they come in and, you know, they're on a, a program and we use the beach body programming because it does give the at home workout program. So if they don't have time to go to a gym or if they go to the gym, okay. it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's part of what we do. Um, and they, they talk about their workouts. I have them on a, you know, on a meal replace or the meal replacement. So Shakeology is one of the meal replacements that we use. Well, it's okay. the only meal replacement that I use. Okay. Um, and the reason why I use it is it's been clinically tested and proven and it's been you know, approved by the Academy of Dietitians and Nutritionists. So okay. there, that right there for me is, is a green light. Okay. Anything else on the market? I know some people like different things, but for me, I can't have, I don't want any of my patients or any of my, anybody that I work with to be on anything that's artificially stimulated or artificially chemically, you know, gonna, and things like yes, that. I, you, I want it to be a natural progression and that's where you really see the work. It's not that you know, you're drinking the shake and pounds are melting off because you've stimulated your metabolism, you know, artificially or through a chemical for a mm-hmm. stimulant like caffeine or things. But it's because your body's getting the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that it needs. Gotcha. Now, okay. you have to do this in conjunction with a healthy eating plan and with a support group. There's lots of people who will say, oh, well, I've tried that meal replacement. It didn't do anything for me. But if you're not using it correctly right, and you're right. not using it with understanding how it's going to work in your body for you because everybody's different. There's no, there's no carbon copy of anybody's, you know, genetic makeup anywhere. I mean, unless you're an identical twin, (laughs) but there's, it's just not going to happen, you know, and even identical twins and just because one has, you know, an allergy to one thing doesn't mean the other one's going to have it. So, you know, you need to understand that everybody's body is very unique and very different. And so I handle it as such. So, these groups have grown and it's just been an amazing opportunity to really be able to serve the lives of other people, to really be able to, um, to reach out, use my skill set, use my knowledge, use my strength in a way to not just serve people who are coming into an office. And then I don't get to see them for six to eight weeks, right. but now I get to see them every day. 
and they post their food. They use, you know, we have a portion size container program. It's one of the programs that you can, um, the kits that you can purchase when you join one of my groups. And, you know, if I can't see the containers and I'll have them put their hand out. Um, you know, we talk about portion size, what's the right portion for you. What's awesome. And it, Right. And I call them out. Like there's times where I'll say, um, I see a lot of, a lot of browns in that plate, not enough, you know, vegetables. What'd you have for vegetables today? How much water did you drink today? Or they'll come on. Oh, it's, it's been phenomenal. And if, you know, they're in a different one of my pages, they'll tag me in something like, Hey, Rachel, is this healthy? Um, you know, and I get to teach too. So I get to instruct, Right, I I get to go. Yeah. It's been, it's, it has, Talk about hitting on all chords in my heart. Like I get to teach, which is what I lost and I missed. Um, I get, so education obviously is important to me, but I also get to use my skills and I get to use my knowledge and I get to, I get to serve others. And you get to connect with them real time. That's what I love about it. Oh, it's, it's been great. It's been great. So, so yes, we have, um, in my organization, I have over 340, I think like coaches or independent coaches that bring others to the challenge groups. And in our challenge groups, we've, we've hit over 500. So wow. it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And that's been in a year's time. So I don't know where Congratulations. We'll that is phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, you know, I love it. I love it. It is, it's one of those things where you just, you wake up in the morning and you got a, you know, kind of a little boost in your step and mm-hmm. your little pep in and your I step. Get to, yep. <laughs> yeah. And I get to do it from home. Like I have my home office here and I get to do with my kids when they're sick and I get to, you know, I get to just love on them and I take care of my puppy and I can still go grocery shopping and work. As a matter of fact, grocery shopping is part of my work because I'll take myself in the grocery store and be like, okay, guys, so here I am going to the grocery store. <laughs> I love that. I really do. That is what is so awesome about technology and social media today. It allows you to to really take your business to the next level, you know, and right. connect with, get your brand in front of someone like instantly. I love mm-hmm. it. Well, and what's been fantastic, honestly, is that so here all these, you know, men, women have come to me with a with a with a physical need, you know, if they need they have they have a need to get healthy. Um, but because of the way that Beachbody has set up their structures, so if you are using Beachbody products, which I do, um, you know, now I'm I'm in a position where I can now I can help them not just be physically healthy and, you know, internally healthy, but also financially healthy too. So it's been able to, I can't even explain to you, you know, when people have come to me and said, you know, I've lost a hundred pounds now, and now I'm earning an income where I can quit my job and I can stay at home and just, you know, be a health and fitness coach. Never in a million years, you know, did I ever think I was going to be a health and fitness coach because I was a hundred pounds heavier this time last year. So now here I am, you know, I'm at home and I'm with my kids and I'm earning an income that I never had before. And I'm in the best shape of my life. Now that's what I call serving. (laughs) Oh, it has been a blessing. I mean, it's just been one thing after the other and it just gets me so excited. And I walk around with a huge smile on my face because I know I'm not just helping people, but I'm just really changing their life. And and not just me, like my entire team is doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. Right. So well, you definitely cool. should be, you know, excited and proud of yourself because you are providing an opportunity for people to not only get healthier, but also for a way for them to say, you know, with their finances and to get maybe get out of debt and also just be able to oh, live sure. a, a life of freedom, you know, and, you know, for their families. That's what everybody wants. Everybody's striving for that. But 
not everybody has, a, say, a mentor or an accountability partner or an accountability group like you have. So, so I, you know, implore our listeners who are listening, you know, if this resonate with, re- resonates with you, then please reach out to Rachel. We're going to make sure we put all of your links and everything at the end of the show, you know, on our website as well, Rachel. But right now, this is my favorite part of the interview. And let's okay. drop some success bombs on our listeners today. I want to ask a couple of questions, Rachel. I'm going to go kind of fast here with you, but I want, we're just going to go back and forth for just a second. Okay. So what's the one thing, what would you say would be the one thing that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? I think you kind of touched on it, but what's one thing that held you back? Fear, for sure. Fear of failing, just your fear. And that's what most people suffer. You know, that most people, Mm -hmm. you know, don't start because of fear. Oh, for sure. In all things. I mean, it's fear is, is the most paralyzing emotion that one can feel is that sense of, you know, it's, it's, it literally, it suffocates you. And if you can get past it and, and we're not even just with the entrepreneur thing, but you know, even I gotta tell you too, as we get older, like we become so cynical and I, I love working with women between the ages of like 35 and 65, because they don't think they can change. They become so set in their ways. And then right. when they start seeing changes, it's like, it opens up this youthful, exuberance inside of themselves. They're like, wow, I can do this. And it's like, wow. yes, you can. It's, like it's almost like they're blossoming all over again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, where were you 10 years ago? And I'm like, well, you weren't ready for me 10 years ago. And I certainly wasn't ready for, for you, you 10 years ago. So <laughs> I love it. Well, tell us, Rachel, what's a personal habit that you have that has helped you to become successful? What habit? Um, be an example to, to all those who are watching you. So you can't, you can't walk the walk or you can't, you know, talk the talk unless you're willing to do the walk yourself. And, you know, you can't, it's like, you can't tell someone to, to quit drinking as you're taking, you know, a, a shot of whiskey. Like you just can't do that. You know what I mean? So you mean so be the example, basically you need to be the example and, and you need to also be the example of when you fail, like, you know what you do when you fail, cause we do. And, um, so to, to live by your word and to mean what you say, like all those things that our parents used to tell us when we were growing up, you know, listen to what I'm telling you because I know better or, you know, mm-hmm. be the example that you need to be, you know, stand up for what, what you believe is right or, you know, follow your dreams. Like all of those things really implemented inside of, of your brain. They're like etched in there, but we forget about them as we get older. Like I said, you become cynical to let them resonate and come to the surface. It, it's it will do wonders for your life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, what's one of your favorite business tools, Rachel, or say an app that you currently use to grow your business? The Bible. The best <laughs> tool in the, in the world. The best tool in the world. <laughs> like I, when I need help, I just go to the Bible. And a lot of times I'll just pray about it and ask the Lord to put my hand on the Bible and find the verse, find the, the find what I need. And, and it, he always does. And it just, it just guides me. It's the best app. Definitely. Well, what's the best business advice you've ever received and who gave it to you? Um, the best business advice that I ever received and who gave it to me was, um, probably my husband. Um, when he said to me, you have, you have everything that you need inside of you. If you just allowed yourself and you trusted yourself enough to do it. Um, and, and he said to me, he's like, I will do whatever it takes for you to give you what you need to do, but you have to believe in you and you have to do it for you. Um, and you will have the support that you need, but don't for one second think that I'm not proud of you for just being who you are right now. But if you want something more, you have to seek it 
and I will support it. Oh, that's so wonderful. That is so awesome. Such a great husband. Oh, love that. Well, you know, I had come to at a time where, you know, working at the doctor's office would be taking away from time from the kids and the family and working. When we decided to sit down and have a family, it was, I was going to be at home because that was the way we wanted to have the structure of our house be. And, um, when the kids were at school, I could work, but when they were home, I would have to be home. So I was coming up against, you know, all these firewalls because how can I tell the doctor's office that I need all of summer off? Oh, and by the way, my kids are sick today. I can't come in. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they have um, a half day for conferences on this day and this day. And I need all of spring break off. Oh, and don't forget Christmas break because it's like a two-week block. I'm not going to be here. Like you can't do that in the real world. No. It was really hard. And, and, you know, he just encouraged me to to take a step out and do this. And, um, you know, I had even talked to him about, you know, bringing Beachbody into part of my business. And he said, absolutely. He's like, that's right up your wheelhouse. I absolutely. Awesome. So so happy that you have great support around you. Oh, thank you. Well, what two books, Rachel, uh, could you recommend to our listeners? Oh, right now, I don't know if you've ever read this book, but it is the most amazing book. Um, it is by Mark Batterson and it's called the circle maker. Mm. Um, it's one of those books that just really, for me, it's a faith-based book. So for me, it's just completely changed my prayer life, um, and how I pray and what I pray for. And, and it's one of those books that I just, you know, you thumbnail all the little pages and you go back to it. Um, another book that I'm reading, cause I'm always between two books okay. is, um, John Maxwell's book, um, good leaders ask great questions. Oh yes. I've heard that's great. A great mm-hmm. book. It's a great book. It is it. Both of those books together, um, are, are phenomenal. Now mm-hmm. I bought, I bought the books together at the same time. Okay. Okay. And, um, I didn't know, you know, I, I mean, I like John Maxwell's books, but I didn't really know much about the circle maker except for I heard someone um, in one of my groups saying that it was a good, it was a good book. And so I went and I bought them. I came home. I started reading John Maxwell's book and as I'm reading through it, he actually makes a quote and he refers to, you know, Mark Batterson. And I'm like, I think that's the author of the book that I'm reading mm. the other book that I just bought. And so <laughs> I went and I looked and then come to find out that, sure the quote that he had said was from <laughs> this book. And I'm like, okay, if that's not God, telling me that's me, the two yeah, books that I need to that's read. That's definitely then, God. <laughs> Right. I love it. So. Awesome. Well, let's my last question of the day, and it's a doozy. Okay. So I hope you are ready. I hope I'm I, ready. All right. So let's just imagine, Rachel, for just a moment. Let's say that you lost it all. And you, let's say you woke up the next morning to a whole new beginning. And let's say your food is taken care of and your shelter is even taken care of. And you have just, let's say, one week. You have one week, seven days to start your business all over again. What would be the first three steps you would take to relaunch your business? My first three steps. My first step would obviously to take a look at what happened. Um, Because in your scenario, I know that I lost my business, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know that it's all, okay. So I would look, I would take a look at what happened, where the failures were. And rather than, you know, not, I, I never, to not lay blame, but to understand where the failure in the infrastructure was because there's always failure somewhere within the infrastructure within the foundation. So I would go in to make sure that when I pour the foundation the second time around, this is the second thing that I would do. So the first thing is I would, I would take evaluation of what happened okay. this, and, and understand where the, where the failure was. And then when I would pour the foundation for my business, cause every build, business is built on a foundation, 
I would make sure that those those areas were secured. I'd put, you know, bars in them or do whatever I had to do <laughs> to make sure that that structure was was solid and and secure. So it wasn't going to go anywhere because the foundation of your business is everything. You have to have a strong foundation because it will rock. It will try to get, you know, you'll get things thrown at it. I mean, it needs to be tight and it needs to be strong. Oh, yes. And then as you build those walls, you know, you need to make sure that you're not just building them with cheap material, that you're building them with material that are going to stand the test of time, that you need to make sure that when you build those walls, that you build them strong so they can weather the storms, that they can handle the heat, you know, because heat takes in so much to the buildings. It takes so much from your business. You know, it's, it's like that pressure. Right. So right. you need to make sure that as you're building, you're building because you want to have something that's strong and not build so fast. If it takes you time to pull away from it for a while to make sure that it's built the way it needs to be built to stand the test of time, then that's what you need to do. You can't build something overnight. You can't. So, you know, when they say Rome wasn't built in a day, it wasn't. And, you know, to be successful, you can't expect it to happen just one day you go to sleep and you wake up in the morning and you're a success. Right. It takes it takes time. It oh, takes yes. failure. It takes pain. It takes suffering. It takes giving something and so you can get it back. And if you don't get it back, you can't keep, you can't stop. You got to keep going because, you know, you were going to give it anyway. So regardless of whether you get it back or not, you got to keep going. Absolutely. So what would be your third step? My third step would be to celebrate each success along the way. You know, it's important to celebrate others when you're building a business. It's not about you. Um, it's about your team. It's about your, whether you're building a team or you're building a business, it's however you want to, your employees, whatever you want to, however you want to identify them. Um, their success is your success. And if you are not celebrating their success, then you are, and you're taking the credit for what they're doing and putting in the work for what they do, then you need to, you need to be checked as a, as an oh, entrepreneur yeah. because it's not about you. It's about what you're giving to others. And, you know, I can't pour, I can't give enough credit to my team. You know, when, when we hit these milestones in our, in our, and when I hit these milestones in my business, it's not because of me, it's because I have an amazing team. Absolutely. My team is so amazing and they have such good hearts and they have passion and they have drive and they have the will to want to help because they've seen the benefit in themselves. And that is what you need in order to, you need to make sure that you're paying it back to them and paying it forward and not holding on because if you hold on to it, you'll lose it. Wow. You got to give it back That's out. That's so true. Well, those three steps that you gave it, that you've given are truly the core of foundational building blocks for a business because, and the reason why I asked that question, Rachel, is because we have so many people listening to our show that are entrepreneurs or maybe entrepreneurs right. that are getting started or have, you know, maybe they're still kind of teetering and wondering why things aren't kind of going, you know, the way they should in business. But, you know, I love your, your third step is because surrounding yourself with an incredible squad, you know, and, mm -hmm. and building an incredible team and you being the person to fan that flame, you know, in them, because if it's, it's not just about you. And I love that you said that it's not all about you. It's about them. It's about serving it's what them. we're talking about. Yeah. Right. So absolutely. And it's funny you said fan the flame because I always tell my team, you know, I'm like, my tribe is on fire and I'm fanning the flame. I love that. Like, yes. That's perfect. what I tell them. Like, you guys are on fire and I'm fanning the flames because I'm not putting it out. Awesome. You guys just keep growing, keep helping, keep serving. And you know what? And the rest will all work itself out. Right. And see, doing it the way you just explained it, you can relaunch your business. You could restart over and over again because you have those building blocks, those foundational building blocks in place. And you know what it takes 
to start over again. And and I love your first answer too, because your first step, because you said you would reevaluate, you know, evaluate what went wrong. And that's sometimes starting a business, it's not for everyone. And I think if you're out there listening right now, and if you're thinking about starting a business, you should take the time before you start to evaluate yourself and also your industry, whatever industry you, you're looking to go into to make sure that this is something that you really want, really want to do and that you yourself, you know, you that you have what it takes to endure because there are, right. you're going to there's going to be blood, sweat and tears along the way. But you can do it. You can make it. Absolutely. And definitely do. It. Absolutely. Well, Rachel, okay. hearing your I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and, and make sure you know you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people because it's important to have that um, to all those who are entrepreneurs or aspiring to be um, to make sure that you have people that are around you that are they're going to lift you up and help you as well as you help them and to make sure you're pouring into some personal development because it's so important. Oh, it's yes. so important to feed your soul and to feel it, feed your heart and to grow, to grow internally so you can give it out. Absolutely. It is so key. So key. Well, Rachel, I thank you so much. And truly, it's been such an inspiring, you know, time with you here on the show today. And we've enjoyed your journey. And let's end with this. If you can just give our success stalkers out there one parting quick piece of guidance and advice, then share the best way they can find you. And then we'll say goodbye. Well, if you're looking to start a business to make sure you're following your passion and to make sure that as you go along your journey, that you continue to grow yourself, grow your hearts. And like I just said, give it out so it comes back. If you don't give it out, you don't know if it's going to come back to you. And if it does come back to you, that blessing will help you to continue along the journey. And um, if anybody wants to find me, I am available um, on Facebook at Rachel Barham Harshfield um, at Facebook. Or you can look me up on my website, which is um, faithfullyfitbyrachel.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Rachel, I know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways from you today, some incredible nuggets, and thank you for dropping those success bombs on us today. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And I've enjoyed this time. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. They'll also be able to find all the links to everything that you have mentioned that we've been also that we've been chatting about here on Success Stalkers on the show today. And it'll all be there on the show notes page after the show. So thank you again, Rachel, for being so generous with your time today. We say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. And for everyone out there listening, thank you for tuning in because we are Inspiring Radio for Aspiring Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Siona Garrett. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you.